always trust the spirit because sometimes if we don't understand, that's okay. It's not meant for us to understand. The person that we're reading will understand. Then it's just like, whoa, it's the, it was this huge validation. So even if something doesn't match your symbolism, trust the spirit's message, you know, and, and go with that. Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fam podcast where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. I help spiritual entrepreneurs experience deeper connection with themselves, with others, and with the universe. Today on the show, we have Tiffany Reeds, the Reiki Master, the Angelic Channel, and the Psychic Medium. Welcome to the show, Tiffany. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm well. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really, really good. I've spent the whole day traveling from one place to the other, but that's the nomad <laughs> life. <laughs> so I'm really happy that we are settled now for at least a few days in one place and I can just chill and pull, put my roots into the ground where I'm at. Yes, <laughs> and secure <laughs> Which, yourself. <laughs> exactly. And just be grounded in Tarifa in Spain, because uh, right now we are chilling in Spain. And yeah, I'm super excited to talk to you because literally yeah, the last podcast yesterday was about psychic abilities and psychic protection and all these things. So I feel like it's such an extension of our conversation from yesterday. Now that uh, I'm talking to you, a psychic medium as well, and I'm just all about these kind of topics. It's just so cool for me to talk about them because it's exciting to know that there is something beyond our physical life and beyond our perception, our five senses. And I'm really just uh, curious about people who have who have these abilities and who use them on a daily basis uh, or whenever they choose to, because I guess that you maybe not want to do this all the time, like be in the other dimension all the time. But I'm curious about your story and how did you become a psychic medium? Was it something, you know, acquired or was it something that was there with you from the very beginning? Or how did you even also choose the path of becoming the Reiki master and psychic medium? I would love to um, hear about your story. Of course, of course. So um, for those of you who don't know, mediumship is the ability to communicate with spirits and entities um, that are, exist in other realms, other dimensions. So um, yeah, I feel like this path kind of chose me um, because of just the way that, that it happened. I've had the connection with spirits since I was a very, very little girl. Um, and my first uh, connection that I can, an experience that I can remember uh, was when I was seven years old and I literally had woke up in the middle of the night and I saw a little girl at the edge of my bedside and she had long black hair and a striped t-shirt and like I literally saw her the way that I am seeing you right now and it was just she was so real and so just right there in front of me and instead of being afraid um my curiosity I went out to reach and try to touch her but my hand went through her and then immediately I was like, okay, what's going on? And I like started screaming and I, I, I ran into my mom's room and I was, I was terrified because I'm like, what did I just experience? Um, and then throughout my, my years of being like a teenager and things like that, um, I used to get these awful panic attacks um, and they were, they, they were so bad. They were just crippling anxiety. Um, oh. And I would, it, it would basically interrupt my schoolwork. So I would be in class and things like that. And then I would have to ask the teacher or be excused. And I'd run to the bathroom and try to collect myself or, you know, want to be, you know, sent home, things like that. Um, because I would just get this overwhelming sensation of, of something, something's coming to me, something's happening. And, um, and then every time that that would happen, we would find out that either somebody that we knew or somebody in the family had passed away. And, um, 
I was I began to start thinking that like I'm cursed or something and I'm like you know oh my god you know I I'm like I, I don't know why I get these feelings and then people die and um but it was nothing you know as I began to progress and I have learned about how mediumship works I realized that all of this was just completely um, in a sense, normal, um, for it to happen <laughs> um, yeah. because it's really, <laughs> yesterday, it's like the body's way yes, of like channeling. <laughs> yesterday we came up with this, uh, quote, paranormal is the new normal. <laughs> exactly. It, it really is. It's, it's all around us. Like the spirit world is nothing that is, um, I personally believe it's nothing that's outside of this realm. It's something that's in, very deeply intertwined. Um, so it's just, it's incredible of how that works. And, um, but yeah, and those, those feelings became really, really heavy. And then I began struggling with like anxiety and depression and I just didn't want to, to feel, you know what I mean? Because I was feeling so much and I didn't know how to control it. And so, um, I just, I ended up not taking care of my body, things like that. And, and I ended up just slowly kind of mirroring, um, this life that, was completely opposite of what I actually wanted for myself. Um, it, it became a little bit darker and things like that. And um, and then, then I ended up having a near-death experience, which completely opened up my eyes to this realm. And um, and I was just like, no, like it's important to take care of your body. It's important to just be able to experience life to the fullest. And you know, that that there is something else on the other side. And um I ended up meeting uh, with a psychic medium who ended up being my very first mentor. And she kind of described to me um, how everything that I was feeling, she just validated. And she was just like, this is happening to you because you are a medium. And I'm just like, what, what? No, 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 I, I, it can't be, I can't be. And, and she, she really put that, you know, that lifestyle into perspective and was like, listen, I can either help you open and, and continue this and you can accept your purpose or I can teach you how to just shut it off and ignore it forever. And I think that even if I chose that second choice, um, <laughs> it wouldn't have shut off. I, I think that I would no. gone through like more, more waves, more trouble. So Probably not. Started, <laughs> <laughs> Probably the universe would be like, okay, next live then psychic medium. <laughs> exactly. psychic abilities. <laughs> like you're not going to get away with this. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, okay. Um, so I, I began to, to take the steps that I needed to take. And, um, and I started working with her. And I remember the very first night that we sat down um, to do like the, the psychic training and things like that. Um, was the very first time that I saw the auric field physically, like with my physical eyes. And I just stopped and I looked at her and I said, oh my God, I see all this, this blue and there's green and there's yellow around you. And, and she was like, oh, you're seeing my aura. And I'm like, whoa, this is, this is amazing. This is so cool. And it was just from then on being able to build up, you know, your psychic abilities so that you can have that, so that you're a better medium. Because I feel like every spirit communicates differently every medium is different with the way that they you know have their messages channeled and and their symbolisms and things like that um we're all very unique and i think that that's like the beauty of it is like just like finding a medium if you want to go see a medium that like fits you and and fits what what you want so um yeah and and being able to to channel um other beings and, and other entities because like I'm, I'm i'm a firm believer in interspecies communication and i really believe that you know 
um, bugs in, you know, insects, uh, animals, things like that. We really do have the ability to communicate with them, but we have to, just like with spirit, learn how to take a step back and figure out how we can communicate with them and know that it's a different way, but it's still communication. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, when I connect with spirit, I see, hear, and feel things. So clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience. And, um, but I'm not like limited just to those three either, depending on, you know, how the spirit communicates, um, and what they want to bring through. Like sometimes I'll smell certain scents and things like that, um, or I'll taste things. And, um, so it's, it's been definitely a wild experience (laughs) with that. That sounds really crazy, but it sounds cool as well. So I have a few questions based on your story. So first of of all, how did you experience the near-death experience? Like, do you even remember what happened? Or do you more like had like a blackout and then suddenly you're like, oh, I have psychic abilities. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so I, so the way that it happened was definitely, um, it was, it was a process. So as I mentioned, like I, I struggled with anxiety and depression. And so the medication that the doctors had put me on, um, they had me on like two different medications at the time and they, the medications were not supposed to be combined with one another. So then they ended up causing me to have uh, seizures and I start begin to have these seizures. And, um, it was just very, I was very, uh, aware during the seizures. So they, they were, they're typically called like simple partial seizures. Um, so that means that the person still has like an awareness. It's basically an aura for like a grand mal seizure. Um, and basically, so it's like my body will contort and things like that, but it will be like, as if I'm like in regular motion and then the world around me is kind of just like going really, really fast. It's as if I'm like in, in a slower speed. Um, so I, I had the seizures and it was just like, you know, I, I was so, it was so terrifying. And the doctor, I remember um, him telling my parents as I was in the hospital um, that because I was hooked up on like a whole like EEG, VEG machine. And like, I had like all these electrodes all over my head and things like that. And, uh, and a camera. And he said like, you know, how we need to closely watch her because her seizure activity is like very active in, um, basically when she falls asleep and that can be like the most dangerous is when the activity occurs, um, because you can pass from that. And, um, and so, yeah. And like, it was a really, really tough experience. I still get emotional speaking about it. So like if, if I get a little like teary eyed and things like that, um, it's definitely, um, it's, it's still very close to my heart. And, um, but throughout the process, when I had met the medium and things like that, she had told me, you know, she didn't see this as a forever thing that I wasn't just going to have seizures for forever. It was just for right now, for whatever I had to go through and experience and that it was going to awaken me in different ways that, you know, I, I could have never even imagined. And, um, and so it was like that process. And, um, it was literally like, uh, I had a total of, um, like, I, I'm trying to think of how many seizures that I had, but it was, I want to say about like four, like bigger seizures. And, um, and the last time that I had the seizure, um, I was, I was brought to the hospital and, uh, and I was like, so afraid. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to have to raise my medicine and, and things like that. And so I literally, I'm hooked up to the machines, everything. And they try to do all these tests and they couldn't explain 
what was going on. So they had me hooked up to the electrodes and they're trying to trigger a seizure because the seizure that I came in with and that I was having wasn't showing up on the screen. So they're like, this is odd because it was, but you know, in the previous months and I was in and out of the hospital. And so like, it was very, very odd. And um, so they were doing all these different tests to see if like I had a stroke or something and, and things like that. And then as I'm literally, um, it's like the next day they had put me on like a, a, a like a private room on the neuro floor and uh, the doctor comes in and um, oh, it's going to make me so emotional talking about this. But um, he comes in and he says to me and my mom, you know, I, I have some news. I, I just can't explain this. And, you know, we're like, oh, my God, like, what's what's wrong? And here we are. We're like thinking, you know, the worst. And he goes, uh, you know, because they did MRIs and everything, all these tests, all these brain scans. And uh, he goes. I don't know how, but your brain, your brain is completely healed. Usually seizures like tend to leave like marks on the brain and things like that. And he was like, there's, there was no, no markings, no trace of you ever having a seizure. It's like your brain is the most perfect, healthy brain. And he goes, I cannot explain this. And we were just like, oh my God. And like, we're literally like, I'm, I'm crying my eyes out. It's like so emotional. My mom's crying and we're just like, what? And then he's like, yeah, so we can take you off the medication and you're fine. And, uh, and eventually, yeah. So I was able to be med free and, um, as weird as it sounds, I haven't struggled with like that anxiety, that depression ever again. You know what I mean? Like I've had my moments where I'll still get anxiety and I'll still feel sad and things like that, but never to the point where, um, I don't feel grateful for whatever I'm experiencing, whatever I'm going through. And um, I feel like doing that, I said, okay, God, you know, whatever you want me to do, whatever you want me to be of assistance, please, you know, guide me to that path and and let me do that. And so lo and behold, like as the years are building up, you know, I, I was going to mediumship development circles and um, literally t- getting my certifications to become a Reiki master. And, and just doing all these, meeting all these different people, doing all these different things, getting used to energy and the way that it works. Um, and yeah, and it just has been such a ride and, you know, all to, up to now, which is like having my own business and being able to, you know, give people the healing messages that they need. Um, and, and, and that, you know, it's just to be a channel for spirit is honestly an honor and a privilege. And it's, it's so exciting. And it's just, uh, it's everything. <laughs> Oh, I love your vibe when you talk about it. You're so passionate. I love the story as well. This is really, really amazing. And so do you feel like this has ended at this specific point because you have learned the lessons that you needed to learn up to this point and then the universe is like, okay, now it's going to be all good from now on. Okay, no marks, all good. It's like, that's quite random. Like, Why do you think it happened? <laughs> I, I listen, I, I went through definitely my childhood was not easy. Um, I went through many different traumatic experiences um, and just kind of like not understanding um, just the way that, that people are, I guess. Like I, I really had to learn um, that you have to be careful about like the people that you trust, the people that you let in. And like it, even if you walk around and you say, you know, oh, I try to see the good in everybody. It, it doesn't mean that you're always going to get that back though you know what I mean you it, it, it's not always reciprocated and people can take advantage and people can do awful things and um and it's just it's it's all of that so do I think that my lessons are over no <laughs> um, I, I I think that we always are, are growing as long as we're living even on the other side as well though they still grow they still go through the motions um mm-hmm. so it's really just about how 
how we can take a situation and say, you know, okay, instead of why is this happening to me? You know, what is this trying to teach me? How can mm -hmm. I move forward with this? Um, mm -hmm. What's the bigger lesson? So that's trying like the mentality that I've been, you know, building up to this point where I'm like, okay, I know this has to happen because I have to work through something. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's just interesting how you just, it just stopped at some point, right? Like on the fourth seizure you had, it's just like, healed itself so maybe the lessons that you had from the seizures were already learned and now okay i'm ready to oh, open yeah. up and you know learn other lessons i don't need this uh, ailment or whatever to teach me anything because i'm already embodying whatever it needed to teach me when the, yeah whatever needed to, to come out you know and and that's what i that's what i really think is that like you know especially with mediumship um you know to be able to have a brain scan and things like that, um, you know, there have been mediums that have had brain scans and you can actually see that their brain goes into a different brainwave state when they're channeling. And um, so that's the thing. I think maybe if anything, I, I feel like the seizures have sort of opened up something um, that was greater, you know, and, and that different maybe allowed me to access um, parts of our brain that, that maybe we can't normally access all the time. So, mm -hmm. um, it's it's definitely it's it's been a journey <laughs> that sounds so. freaking cool i freaking love this story it's amazing <laughs> thank you so much for sharing and another question i have based on your what you said is how does one discover how they communicate with the spirit world because you said that everyone has their own way and so how to discover yeah. what is your way so I, I really believe that like when you first are starting out, like embracing your psychic abilities and things like that, um, everyone has like a dominant ability that kind of comes through. And I always know like the biggest one that everybody wants to learn is like clairvoyance. Like, how can I see things? I want to see things. I want to, you know, be expanding my third eye and, and, and you know, have, have that be so open. Um, but it really is about like, I, I always tell my clients too, because I do mentorship sessions and I tell them that. It's really important to embrace how spirit uh, wants you to evolve and how your spirit was meant to evolve. So, for example, um, like when I was a little girl, I was always singing. So I, I would always like just mumbling, like even before I could talk, I would sing, my mom says. So it was just like always going, 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 going. And I think it was because my clear audience was very open at the time. So I was just like in my head and hearing those sounds and things like that. Um, and then I think it slowly started to change. So it was just like, you know, it went from that to like feeling the anxiety, feeling, you know, that the, the panic in, in my body from, from spirits that are saying goodbye, that are passing. Um, so that went into like, you know, that clear sentience ability. And then it was just like, as I began to, as I said, you know, meet the mentor and I had my seizures experience and things like that, it was just like, boom, I could see now, you know, the aura with my physical eyes. Um, so I, I really think that it all depends on, you know, how fast you can learn. And that's why I always tell people, do not compare yourself to other people um, because you're, everybody's journey is unique. So it's just like, how, how much time and effort are you putting in? Like I, I literally say meditation is key. If you want to learn how to expand and enhance your psychic abilities, meditation is going to be the number one thing because it's going to teach you how to just turn inward and basically when we when that happens when we sit in meditation you know we allow ourselves to look within and to be silent to be still 
so that we can then become more receptive to the energies and entities that are around us. Um, mm-hmm. So, so meditation is going to be huge. Um, is there a specific also, type of meditation you recommend for that? So if, if you want to do um, things like mediumship, um, I would definitely recommend it's called sitting in the power. Um, it's on YouTube. Tony Stockwell has a, uh, like a 10 minute one. And, um, and he, it's a guided meditation where he just kind of gets you into the mode where you're connecting and, you know, you're going outside of your body and you're connecting with source and things like that. And it's a, it's a really beautiful meditation. Um, it's, it's a bit shorter. So like, it, it's really good for beginners. So that's for like mediumship for, um, just regular, um, learning, getting to know your psychic abilities. I would just sit there and talk about, you know, just say, I tell my clients, I'm like, well, you know, sitting there and visualizing. So like, for example, if you like to go to the beach a lot, but say you don't live near the beach, why don't you take that mental image of the beach that you have in your head and then like watch the detail, you know, listen, pay attention. Do you hear any sounds? Do you hear, do you hear seagulls? Do you hear the waves? You know, can you smell the ocean air? What, what does that smell like? You know, can you feel the sand on your skin? You know, do you see the waves? Do you see the sparkling, you know, of the water? So it's really about um, working with your imagination as well and building up your psychic abilities. Um, because it's like once you begin to start building up symbolism and you start to get used to basically making a little screen, like a movie screen in your mind, um, it becomes a lot easier to pick up different psychic like in, in um, impressions and, and imprints um, so that you're able to mm-hmm. kind of be like, okay, you know, this is what I'm getting. This is what, what's coming up. Um, and, and it also makes it easier for spirit mm-hmm. too. So having that, that symbolism. So I would definitely recommend, yeah, the, mm-hmm. those meditations. Um, if you have trouble visualizing, um, cause I know some people do have, um, they, they have like, I believe it's, it's I, I want to say maybe it's like a disorder or something like that, but it's basically where they have, um, issues visualizing, um, you can always work with your other senses. So that could be, you know, just, just sitting still and, and maybe watching and gazing into a, like the flame of a candle or like watching flowing water and like really tuning into your physical senses that you have in your body to listen to the different background noises. And, you know, what, what do you feel? Do you feel anything? Do you feel the wind? You know, do you feel other energies around you? So there's many different ways that one can access and tune their psychic abilities. That's amazing. (laughs) And I I just thought it's funny what you said, how everyone wants to see stuff and everyone wants to be, you know, just, uh, yeah, see everything. And I am the opposite because I am a seer. I'm just like, I don't want to see any crazy shit anymore. Like, you know, my friends' faces turning into aliens or some like, you know, dark energies on people or just some crazy stuff. I just want to feel things, please. And I feel like everyone just wants what they don't have because that seems cooler, right? Uh, what, yeah. what people don't have. <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally can resonate with what you were saying about like imagination and how when you can visualize stuff, really in detailed way with all your senses, then the communication with the spirit world can be bigger. Because to me, at least, um, I found a few different types of visions that I was getting. So for example, I could have a vision literally as if you imagine something, right? So if I imagine now a mug in my in my mind, this is one way of how I got communication from my soul. And the other way is just straight up like eyes closed and things are showing up in front of my face with eyes closed. So that's another uh, way of how, co- how communication works. But it wasn't like 
imagined in my mind. It was straight up just with eyes closed in front of my face. And then the third is when I had eyes open and I could see, for example, yeah, people's faces changing into something or my face changing into wolf or, you know, whatever, just other completely different. So to me, it seems like three different ways of seeing, but I feel like everyone can develop all of them as well, uh, just depending on what they do and what they practice. But to me, I feel like feeling is a very big one that I like to experience because feelings, emotions are just the giving us such a depth of life so if you can sense and feel uh, that's quite cool but yeah everyone has their own way of uh, doing it and it could be also just seeing the signs everywhere you know in the newspaper or just a picture or whatever like you can communicate in so so many different ways so that's super super cool but I wanted to uh, ask about communication with your angels because you're an angelic channel so what are the ways that (laughs) angels communicate uh, with us and how to start this communication there there are so many different ways that they communicate with us. Um, everything from music to leaving, you know, pennies or feathers, um, seeing their silhouettes. Sometimes it can even be like a scent um, or for those who can see, you know, it, it would be, you know, seeing specific colors, things like that. Um, and then also hearing their names and like not even like and that's really how it started with me was um, I started like hearing the names of angels and I am like, you know, what is, what is this name? And then I look it up and then it's a specific art archangel. And um, so that's been, yeah, really, really interesting too. And it's just like the, the little impressions that they give to um, like basically explaining, you know, what they do. So it would be like, you know, for example, um, there was one time when I was, um, I was literally, so I, I do the rosary. Um, so it, every, every night I, I pray the rosary because Archangel Raphael had, um, come and he had made his presence known to me. Um, and he said that I, I should be praying and taking more time and, and having that devotion, that dedication. So, um, and if the message wasn't clear enough for that, um, I had literally found there was nobody home. I had come back home and I found my rosary perfectly placed on my pillow. And I said, oh my God, this is like, this is crazy. Like, you know, and, and I went and I'm like, this is, you know, impossible because it's like between the time that, you know, I had left, you know, to when I came back that nobody else had, had gone in and out of the house and things like that. So it just, it was so, so fascinating um, that that happened. And I said, okay, okay, I'll, you know, I'll get the message. So a lot of too, a lot of that visualization has come through um, while praying the rosary. So um I remember I so I didn't have too much like I'm I'm very weird with this. So I don't like to <laughs> look things up. Um I like to build up my own interpretation of them and then eventually afterwards I I'll like google the name or something like that and and see if it matches what what I got to be honest. And um so one day uh my partner and I we were sitting in bed and uh and I was praying the rosary and then I saw the silhouette it was like this beautiful golden light of of a sixth winged angel and i'm like it's like this sixth winged being and i'm like what is this you know what i mean so what I, is this I, and why know, does it need so yeah, many yeah. wings I'm, I'm, I'm like i'm like why is there so many wings i'm like what is this one like what what is this so shouldn't I you have two <laughs> i look over to my partner and i i'm and i and i go you know i'm like okay right now i'm seeing like this golden being and it has six wings um, and then he's like, oh, you know, you're seeing a seraphim. And I'm like, what is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then it just slowly and slowly, they started to reveal themselves to me. And um, 
and it was just like I'll get little things like there have been times where um you know I, I was praying the rosary and I, I got the name Thuriel and I'm like what is that what what is what is Thuriel and I and I saw the silhouette of the angel and I got the name Thuriel and then afterwards I was seeing dolphins so I'm like how what what does this mean well um, and then it was just about like, you know, I'm like, am I communicating with like, are you talking about like interspecies communication, things like that? Well, I went and I ended up Googling it and, um, like the next day, cause I forgot about it. And, uh, so I Googled it the next day and then I, it came up that Uriel is like the angel, the archangel of the animal kingdom. And he's all about, you know, interspecies communication. I'm like, this is so crazy. Oh my gosh. And, um, so it's like little things like that. And, uh, and then throughout my, my sessions with my clients, um, they've definitely been uh, just the way that the angels make their presence known. Like I'll have angels come in for different, like whatever my client is experiencing. So like say if there's an angel that comes in for forgiveness or sometimes for conflict, um, self-love, things like that, a specific angel will come through. And I've had two instances um, where... So <laughs> the the angel literally, um, I, I go and I have my healing session, I come out and then I review the session and I talk to the person when, when we're done. And um, and then I'm like, you know, uh, I said this one angel wanted to come in and I'm like, um, it's Archangel Metatron. And one of my clients goes, oh my God, I was in literally this morning calling him in and asking him to come in you know, and, and, and to, to be there for the session. And, um, and then that happened again with another one of my clients. And then she, she literally was like, this is so crazy. The fact that you're bringing up this angel. And then she was just like, I, I literally, I said, she is the real deal. If she brings up this angel, because I communicated with this angel today and I went and sure enough, the angel comes through and it's just, it's such a beautiful and exciting experience too. And it's so validating. Um, a lot of the times too, for people who have lost somebody, um, they'll literally, sorry, my, my dog is barking. Okay. <laughs> um, so literally like they'll, they'll have, um, just the angel come in if they, if they have lost somebody and it will be about forgiveness. Um, and, and the messages that they hold, especially if the person didn't have the best relationship with, you know, that family member when they were alive. So it's just, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. And my, my clients, especially those who are very, you know, psychic and intuitive, when I work on them, they'll say, you know, I felt your energy working on me, but then I saw like, I just felt this warmth and all these like white golden orbs. And I felt like they were angels and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it, it's been just so many wonderful experiences. Um, with the angels and just how they can make their presence known um, just by, by small things has been, has been wonderful. I, there's another experience where I was, um, I was literally, I had a session with my client. It was a mentorship session and we were talking about just being grateful and being thankful for our guides and for our angels. And I kid you not a feather fell down as we were speaking at that moment. It gives me like chills and a feather just flew out of nowhere. The windows weren't open. The fan wasn't on nothing. <laughs> and it just flies down. And we were like, oh my gosh. So it's like little- Whose wing is that? Like that. Yeah. Whose feather is that? <laughs> Who's here? So it, it's, it's just those subtle messages and feelings where it's just like, once you begin to open up your mind and expand the possibility that there are other entities out there uh, that you can communicate with 
you know, it, they're literally, it, it's, it's so easy. It might feel like they're far away and, and so far, you know, in another realm, another dimension, but it, it's crazy how closely our dimensions and our realms just overlap with the spirit world. So that has been, yeah, it, it's been so exciting and just, and so rewarding too, um, to just, just have that connection with them. It's, it's been an honor. Um, but there are spirits too that are not so great. Um, and that's why I always talk about how having that discernment as a medium, you want to be able to discern and protect yourself um, with the energies that you're working with. Um, you should never just blindly open up. And like I always, I, I do, a, um, I seal the room with the archangels before I do any session. I'm always, you know, praying and setting an intention um, and also doing a, some sort of protection ritual and cleansing before and after my sessions because it is crucial. Like I've had, sometimes I've had um, spirits that kind of want to linger in the house a bit longer, even when the session is done. And um, that was happening very early on for me. And I was like, oh no. And, uh, and that's when I really started. And I'm like, clearly, I, not only do I have to cleanse before, but I have to cleanse afterwards. Um, and uh, just a, a side note is um, my, my, so my grandfather, my father's father, um, he actually was an exorcist. Um, so he in Portugal, and so he would help remove um, the, the evil out of people. And um, basically, you know, my, my great aunt, my great uncle, um, you know, his brother and his sister, they have that same ability where they were communicating with spirits um, and, and just with this realm and doing this work. So that's why I'm saying it's very important to be discerning of the energies and, you know, spaces and things that you're working out of um, and setting boundaries and to know that it's okay to set boundaries with spirit because you don't, you don't want to be on all the time, number one, and you don't want to be sleeping because this used to happen a lot in my journey. Um, in, in like in the very beginning when I was learning about mediumship, I would always wake up at like three o'clock in the morning, like clockwork. And I would always feel like somebody's watching me, somebody's there, there's somebody in the room and things like that. So it's really important that even like before you go to bed, you set the intention and you shut down and you know, you're very clear with what you want and what you do not want to occur. Um, because you know, you, you don't want to have that, that open sign, you know, <laughs> just the light, the lights on all night. It's okay to come in. No, you, you need to be able to also be human and, and to not be open all the time in, in everything that you do. So, yeah. So shutting down and protecting yourself, setting those boundaries are key also in wanting to learn and develop mediumship and just work with the spirit world as well. Mm, so. amazing <laughs> thank you so much it's it's really great yeah because you need to You're be grounded welcome. as well because we have all these uh, we have channel open up and we have channel open down and we need to be on earth as well and experience the human experience as well that's why we are here right? exactly so yeah that's that's really great so do you feel like everyone can channel stuff i do i do um so i think that everyone i think everyone's born with there's maybe some people who have more, um, it's, it's like a little bit easier for them. And then there's other people that may have to work a little bit harder to get there. It's That's like, like almost school. playing an, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And like playing an instrument. Some people can just pick up a, a guitar and begin playing. And it will, it's like, it just came second nature. And then there's other people that may have to take a little bit more lessons to learn. So that's why I'm saying it's the same thing. These with mediumship, the more dedication that you put into your practice, the more of that you'll start to begin to see. And the biggest thing 
with mediumship too is I always tell people I'm like trust spirit like even if you're like why is this why am I getting this symbol this is coming out of nowhere and you feel iffy about it always trust the spirit because sometimes if we don't understand that's okay it's not meant for us to understand the person that we're reading will understand that it's just like whoa it's the, it was this huge validation so even if something doesn't match your symbolism trust the spirit's message you know and and go with that so that's another big thing too is learning to trust not only in yourself and your own abilities but with the spirit world and and having that connection um and just being able to to make like a dedicated practice. So for example, if somebody wants to better strengthen their psychic abilities and um, and their mediumship abilities, what they can do is they can set a time, um, you know, say like 1 p.m. every day, they can just sit for 30 minutes or so and just sit in meditation and allow that to be the time where they invite spirit in, maybe get some messages, things like that, and then close down. And this can be done with like automatic writing, you know, just like normal meditation, like we said, visualization, um, you know, people can use, you know, pendulums, tarot cards, things like that um, to really connect and, and to tune into to the spirit world. So I definitely think that it's possible for anyone to connect. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's just, it just takes time. <laughs> And when people want to connect to a specific entity, is it like you can pretty much pick who you want to connect with? So for example, okay, I would like to connect with Archangel Metatron because I just really love this energy. So uh, do I need to, for example, vibrate on a specific frequency in order to be kind of like a vibrational match to open up to this specific energy? Or is it just my intention and I'm a powerful creator of my own reality? So if I set an intention and sit in meditation and practice and open up to experience these psychic, uh, let's say, messages from you know the other world, then at some point it's just going to happen. So from my experience, what I believe, so angels and even people who have passed, spirits, um, they tend to vibrate on a higher frequency. So although like when we're getting ready to channel and to do that meditation, we raise our frequency, they actually lower theirs so that they can blend with our aura so that we are able to make that connection, have that communication. So it's really, I always tell people, it's all about intention. Intention is everything. So even for meditations, like if you have different intentions of like say you know oh i want this meditation so that it just calms my anxiety or i want to use this meditation to enhance my psychic abilities uh, or i want to connect with archangel metatron things like that by bringing that energy in and, and putting that intention out you're already setting the bar and letting spirit know what you want to do and how you want to connect and then it's even if it doesn't happen in that split second that split moment i always tell people don't get disappointed because Angels especially have different ways of letting us know that they are with us at that time. And, you know, it's like Archangel Metatron, he also works deeply with like healing and the chakras and things like that. His energy is so big. It is so big. Like when I first met him, I'm like, whoa, like his energy just feels extremely large and powerful. And I always just feel this like sense of like purple and this pink. So pay attention to, to like, the, the colors that you might be getting and, and to feel that presence. Maybe if you get like the chills going up your arm, things like that, or you feel a warmth, the sensation, all of a sudden, maybe you feel peaceful and calm. Pay attention to those things because, or even, even like this has happened with my partner. Um, he saw a bird 
uh, that was like in, in his mind that was like pink and green. And, um, and those are, were the colors um, that were coming through um, for him of how he communicates with Archangel Metatron. So it's very like, it's very neat about how the angels communicate. So definitely pay attention to that. But intention is everything. Everything when you're doing, you know, any type of spiritual work. <laughs> I totally agree with that, especially that I had this one experience that I already uh, spoke about, but I want to bring it up uh, briefly that I did like a half an hour meditation just with the intention to relax and connect to your inner guidance system, whatever it means to you. And I was just like, okay, in this half an hour, I didn't really feel much. I was just chilling, okay, relaxing my body. But in the night, I was just astral projecting and meeting my guardian angel, just literally seeing him sitting behind the desk and just talking to me. I'm like, what the hell is happening? And in the middle of the night, I was just like chilling and talking to him and asking him questions and just really, yeah, just having a conversation. I'm like, this was crazy because during the meditation, nothing happened. But then during the night after the meditation, I was just like out of my body. And then I really felt this like kind of like hands just pulling my legs back to my body. And I woke up at like 3 a.m. in the night. I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> how, how come? But it was only an intention and only, you know, one meditation that has brought me to this experience. So I was just like, wow, this is so cool how powerful our intentions can be. Uh, but also if you're already channeling stuff, how do you know if it's not just you making things up and your mind governing it or whether it's actually this energy that you'd like to channel coming through? How do you differentiate? So, so I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but I know like this happens with me. Um, when I do a mediumship reading, my mind goes completely blank. So I know this is going to sound so weird, but it's like when I do get, you know, I go into meditation and I prepare for the session um, and I just open up my channel and then I invite whoever, you know, wants to come through in. Um, I find it really hard to even for me to have a thought. Like it's it's very strange the way that I can explain it, but it's like, my mind just goes blank and just it's it's kind of like I want to say it almost like flat lines where there's like nothing and then it's just like I will get an impression I will get a message so sometimes you know I'll feel like a physical sensation in my body or um or I'll see something you know or I even like will hear the spirit speak um so that's kind of like the way that it works for me um with so like with with other people um you know like with my clients for example um, it can be anything through just a form of writing. Like I, I have this one client where she's a phenomenal artist and um, she actually um, can will get like spirits in her mind and then she will paint and draw them out um, on a piece of paper. So, so it's like a way that she's channeling and getting that out. Um, so I feel like having that ability is just, it's, it's such an exceptional and just beautiful gift. Um, and and because it, it, it's so unique too. Um, so anything that's like, you know, where people are, you know, I like for artists and things like that, like, you know, singers, it's like a lot of the times, like inspiration may come to them in the bathroom or something like that. Like a lot of, I know this might sound weird, but a lot of my inspiration comes when I'm like in the shower or in the bathroom. And, um, and it, it's because, so like the way that it works is that, you know, like, you know, in the bathroom, you have water, there's like a, a, a flow of water. And I always say that like when water is around, like spirit has an easier way of like manifesting and um with that being said bathrooms are usually kind of closed in small spaces right so it makes it easier 
can begin to feel a spirit's energy and to get downloads of information. So even if you just have a spark of an idea, or it could just be like, oh, you know what, like all of a sudden, maybe something that you're going through a situation, you just have complete clarity. That's a channel. That's, that's you downloading. That's you getting that, that message from spirit. And that's why I always say like, pay attention. If you, if you're prone like me, like I'll be prone, like I'll think of something, it'll be a great idea. And if I don't write it down, I will completely lose it forever. I will just lose that idea. So it's like, I always tell people, I'm like, if you, if that happens to you always like write it down, make sure that you have something because I've noticed too, whenever you channel a message, it becomes easier to forget the message as well, because sometimes whether we choose to act on it or, or not, you know, or if it's for like somebody that we're reading, you know, for mediums, if it's someone that they're reading, they might not remember everything, everything that they said in the session, because it's just like, it wasn't meant for them. It was meant for the person that was sitting there in front of them. So again, it's just, yeah, it's like little things like that, that really help you feel like, whoa, this is happening. This is channeling. Um, And then also as weird as this sounds. So mediumship, I noticed tends to come in from like the back of the third eye chakra. Um, Also for those who are very um, in tune, very like heart space oriented, they have an easy way of connecting with, think about it with animals and and other entities and things like that. So I always say like people who have just um, an overflowing amount of love that comes out of their heart. um, It's they always have a, a great connection with spirit and with angels. And also for channeling to feel that like when I channel and things like that, um, whether it's an energy healing session, um, a mediumship reading, I will feel as if my energy is being pulled from the top of my head as if I'm like taller, if that makes sense. It'll feel like my energy has stretched taller. And that's literally just my auric field expanding so that I'm able to work out of the higher realms. So that's why that's why I'm always tell people I'm like pay attention to what your body is feeling at those moments, um, because that's that's how you're gonna know like oh, am I am I just making this up and things like that and especially beginning with mediumship too and like and just throughout mediumship in general, know that it's okay if like you're getting something and the person may not click with it right away or something like that. If it, I always tell people like that's okay because even if they don't click with it right now, you know it doesn't mean that then they went and they asked their like aunt Sally or something. And then she connected with it. So I always say like, be sure and be aware that, you know, whatever you're getting to have that trust and, and don't be afraid to be wrong either. So that's another big, big mm-hmm. lesson uh, with, with channeling and with mediumship. So everybody's a channel, you know, when, when we do different things, when we dance, when we move our body, when we, when we write, when we sing and things like that, it's, you're really allowing that creative space to open so that, you can be a channel. So it's really about how to navigate that channel, how to navigate those energies so that you can get that energy out. So. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all that. I really feel oh. inspired even more now to open up uh, to my, even more of my psychic <laughs> abilities, maybe even more ways. Although, yeah, I, I, I also mentioned it yesterday on the podcast once when I, oh, set an intention to open up to hear stuff it freaked me out so much and i'm like okay guys please do not talk to me anymore like this and it was the as you said it was from the back of my mind as i heard i heard the voice i was in between like sleeping and and dreaming like in this in between state uh, i cannot even describe it and i heard the voice coming inside of my head from the back of my head and it wasn't like it, it because it was uh 
I don't know, freaking me out a little bit. I was just like, okay, I'm I'm living on my own right now. Please do not talk to me anymore. Like, I don't want to hear you. Nope. I just want to live my human life, just ordinary experience, you know, no no voices in my head. That's all good. Um, but yeah, it, I know that it, it might be quite funny. But yeah, at that time it freaked me out. Maybe now I can open up to to it more because I feel more safe uh, within. But yeah, yeah thank you so, so much for sharing, for sharing everything. You're welcome. Yeah, you can always learn and grow and communicate with spirit you know and you can always ask your guides and things like that to you know let me unfold let these abilities unfold slowly to where i'm comfortable things like that so it's it's just it's awesome it's an awesome experience so yes it's amazing thank you you so so much and last little question i have to you if someone really loves your vibe and would like to connect or maybe have a psychic reading or something what's the best way to contact you and find you Perfect. So um, they can uh, either follow me on Instagram, which is at tip reads, or they can visit my website, innerworkingsofthesoul.com. I only book and schedule on my website. So any other, you know, pages or things like that, um, or that say they'll get an appointment through a direct message, things like that. It's not real. It's not me. So you can only book a session through my website. That's important to mention nowadays yes. <laughs> with all this scammy stuff going on. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. I love your energy. I love your vibe. I love everything that you shared. And I'm super, super grateful for uh, sharing yourself with our community. So, yeah, sending you so much love Thank and you. gratitude, Thank beautiful you. sister. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, beautiful souls, for listening to us. If you'd like to find me, I am The Connection Catalyst on Instagram. I'm super grateful that you are here tuning in.